All right, here we go for the news on the 31st of January, 2022. Yeah, it's that kind of, you know, 2022 is turning out to be just as bad as 2020 and 2021. So here's my news. I'm back at work. You know, had a full, complete work week for the first time since mid-December when the truck got blown over. So I'm pretty happy about that. It was cold, though. It was really cold. In fact, it was like negative 20 at one point over there in Alexandria, Virginia. And, or, not, sorry, I said Virginia. I meant Minnesota. Alexandria, Minnesota. Uh, I had to stop and get fuel at the pilot. And let me tell you, it wasn't fun fueling. I started the pumps, hopped back in the truck, and just, you know, just stared at the window at the cage. And, you know, I was waiting for the pump to stop. So it was that kind of day. You know, so it was just... It's so, so cold. So, anyway, that's all I got there. It was a nice week. No problems with anything. Uh, just the cold. It snowed a little bit. Slowed us down a little bit. But, you know, overall, it's not a big thing. It's just that time of year, and it's something you deal with. So, you know, what are you going to do, right? So, all right, let's get on with the show. Uh, there's a few things to talk about. Not too much, but we'll get into them. All right, things are going crazy right now in the world. So, let's get started. <laughs> Keeping that hammer down all across the nation Checking cities off his list Sharing stories of the road right here on his station You are listening to the Kingfish Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right. If you're the owner of a Rand McNally Overdrive 8 Pro 2 navigation device, Rand McNally just did an update on it, and it adds 33% more truck-specific road data than uh, other previous, than other GPS providers, apparently. That's what they say anyway. So if you got one of those devices, go... Uh, Go update it, you know, go upload it. It's um, well, only $549.99 at truck stops and big box stores. So if you got it, you should definitely up, update it because you want the most for your money, right? So it's not an ad. It's just just an announcement. I read that they, they did an update on it. All right, let's get moving on. All right, the 22 professional drivers who will be named to the road to America's road teams captains. Let me try that again. America's road team captains have been announced. I'll get, let me try that one more time. America's road team captains have been announced. The American Trucking Association made the announcement on Facebook Live Tuesday, January 18th. Looks like a nice group of drivers. All right, let's read them off. There's only 22 of them, so bear with me. America's road team captains for 2022 to 2023 are... Bob Bramwell, ABF Freight Systems, Centerview, Missouri. Michael Buck, Yellow Moore, Oklahoma. Teddy Butler, ABF Freight Systems, Hampton, Georgia. Kevin Burns, United Parcel Service, Sparta, New Jersey. Jesus Davila, or Jesus Davila, Warner Enterprises, San, San Antonio, Texas. 
Ken Duncan, Walmart Transportation, Gorm Main, James Ellis, Grammar Logistics, Irwin, or yeah, Irwin, North Carolina, uh, Lalo Fernandez, FedEx Freight, Battleground, Oregon, Richard Fraser, Yellow Rockford, Illinois. It's not too far from where I am. Charlie Fuller, FedEx Freight, Pembroke Fines, Florida, Rich Fundle, Fre- uh, FedEx Freight, Tonica, Illinois. Salvador Gonzalez, T-Force Freight, Ocala, Florida. Darian Henderson, J&M Tank Lines, Mobile, Alabama. Gina Jones. Uh, Gina Jones. Gina Jones. Isn't that from the song? Gina Jones. You know. Oh, I can't remember the name of the song, but you know which one I'm talking about. Anyway. Gina Jones, Warner Enterprises, Pure, Arizona. Dean K, Ruin Transportation Management Systems. Prigar? Prigar? Primgar, Iowa. Sounds like some medieval Primgar, Primgar attack. Anyway, Iowa. Glenn Allen Kirk, Old Dominion Freight Lines, Franklin, Indiana. Hmm. Hold on a second. Let's see. Okay. I was, had, had to get a drink. I was beginning ready to cough. So where were we? Glenn Allen Kirk, Old Dominion Freight Lines, Franklin, Indiana. I may have already said that one. Jeff Rose, Yellow Preston, Ohio. Uh, Ron Round. Pottles Transportation, LLC, Enfield, Maine. David Schrader, FedEx Freight, Bel Air, Ohio. Eric Stein, Warner Enterprises. Oh my God, I'm not going to be able to say this. Kina Johari, New York. I'm sure I'm Kina Johari. I'm probably not saying it right. C A N A J O R A R I E. I'm sure I butchered that. PJ Singh, Penske Logistics, Stockton, California. Derek Thorpe, T Force Freight. Rahway, New Jersey. Now, the drivers will serve two years as a trucking, so it's 22 and 23, uh, industry ambassadors traveling the country to spread the message of safe driving while teaching about the trucking industry and its opportunities. I'm reading the, the news announcement. This year's class includes drivers from 13 companies, 17 states, and includes drivers with a total of more than 564 years of experience. Between the 22 drivers, okay? 564 years of experience. 45,774,455 miles of accident-free driving. Hmm. Actually, I would have thought that would have been more, but... hmm. With 564 years of experience. The drivers were judged on their ability to express their knowledge of the industry, their skills, and effective communications about safety and transportation and their overall safe driving record. The panel of judges included truck driving executives and trade press. The industry, like our country, is diverse, hardworking, and patriotic, and this new class of America Road Team captains reflects all of that. Blah, 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 all that stuff. So it is important. These guys do do a lot of good stuff. You know, it is important um, what they do, so... Yeah, and they spread awareness, and, you know, it's a nice-looking group. So they represent the industry, you know, the actual drivers who represent the industry rather than talking heads in some office. They have no idea what we do, so I like that. So congratulations, guys. It's not an easy position to get. It's very hard, uh, and you have to be – you really need to know your stuff because you – you know, they put you through a lot of tests to get on the America – you know, to get on the – to become a team captain. It is a great honor. Actually, it is a big honor in our industry. So I don't want to make light of it, but it is a big deal. So, all right, let's get moving on. All right, it looks like the three finalists named for the Company Driver of the Year Award, you know, and the, the winner will get twenty five grand. So that's, uh, I don't know how they 
let's see if they say here how they determine this. So anyway, the twenty one the twenty twenty one company driver of the year contest finalists are Robert Cole of Springfield or Spring, Texas, who drives for Ryder Systems based in Miami, Florida. Kenny Cravener of Virginia Beach, who drives for Givens Transportation based in Chesapeake, Virginia. And Robert Howell of Shelley, Idaho, who drives for drug oh sorry. I said drug. Drives for Doug Andrus distributing uh, LLC based in Idaho Falls, Idaho. Or if they haul potatoes, maybe that's why. I know I've seen those trucks around. I just don't remember where. So you know, and then the 2021 Owner Operator of the Year contest finalists include Glenn Horick of Eklund, Missouri, who is leased to Prime. Uh, Gene Hutchin of Shenandoah, Iowa, who is leased to Midwest Express, based in Grand Island, Nebraska, and Alan and Sandy Smith of Oak Hill, West Virginia, who is leased to National Carriers. Based in Texas. Now the winner will get twenty five grand, and the two runners up will get twenty five hundred dollars. Okay, so it's uh you know it's a big deal. You know, and they went through uh, for owner operators. They did uh you know review reviewed equipment specifications, length, business plans, and robust financial statements. So with the owner operators, they went off. You know, they went and looked at their business plans and. You know, did all kinds of stuff. So that was kind of neat. So something to look at anyway. All right, let's get moving on. All right, it looks like there's been a few truck shows announced. So these are the dates of the truck shows that we know about in 2022. There'll be more coming up, and some will probably get canceled because of whatever. And there's always a few that get canceled on a regular year. So keep that in mind. So, you know, the big, the big first one's going to be uh, well, the the Mid American Truck Show. That's not the first one, but it's March twenty fourth, twenty sixth. So I'm going to go ahead and let the computer read this one off, so it's perfectly clear. So uh, here's the computer. Right, tell me what you think of how this sounds. Work Truck Week, Indianapolis, March eighth to eleventh. Truckload Carriers Association Annual Convention, Las Vegas, March nineteenth to twenty second. Mid America Trucking Show, Louisville, March twenty fourth to twenty sixth. 75 Chrome Shop Truck Show, Wildwood, Florida, April 22nd to 24th. Make-A-Wish Mother's Day Convoy, Mannheim, Pennsylvania, May 8th. East Coast Truckers Jamboree, Kenley, North Carolina, May 12th to 14th. Great Lakes Big Rig Challenge, Onaway, Michigan, May 27th to 29th. American Truck Historical Society Annual Convention, Springfield, Illinois, June 7th to 11th. Antique Truck Club of America National Meat and Flea Market, Makunji, Pennsylvania, June 17th to 18th. Walcott Truckers Jamboree, Walcott, Iowa, July 14th to 16th. Expedite Expo, Fort Wayne, Indiana, July 15th to 16th. Home Delivery World, Philadelphia, August. 31 September. 1. Big Iron Classic Truck Show, Casson, Minnesota. National Truck Driver Appreciation Week, September. 11 to 22. Richard Crane Memorial Truck Show, ST. Ignace, Michigan, September. 15 to 17. Mayberry Truck Show, Mount Airy, North Carolina, September. 30 October. 1. National Association of Small Trucking Companies Annual Conference, Nashville, October. 20 to 22.
American Trucking Association's Annual Management Conference and Exhibition, San Diego, October 22-26. All right, so anyway, those are your trucking events for 2022. There'll be a lot more. Of course, you know, they didn't list like Wapon, Wisconsin. You know, the big truck parade does a huge one. I'll probably be going to that one if I can get to it. The next big show I'm going to is a car show. It's uh, World of Wheels. It's in Milwaukee. It's February 25th, 26th, 27th, I think. I'll have my car there. I'll be taking photos. So if you want to check it out, go to the YouTube channel. It's TWK, Trucking with Kingfish. But they probably won't be up until like mid-March or something because it takes me a while to get all that stuff ready. I'll be at the show for all three days, and then I got to go straight over the road. So there's not a lot of time to edit anything before I leave out. So anyway, let's get back to the what's going on here. So uh, we're on CDL Life. They list us when, it, and I've seen this other places. A uh, tr- uh, trucker caught on his dash cam a speeding snowplow. Yeah, a speeding snowplow. And the snowplow is racing westbound on I-80 near, where was he? Uh, about 70, okay, it was Sandusky, Ohio. I thought it was Sandusky on January 23rd. So here's what the dash camera said. I was driving east to deliver loads to New Hampshire about 70 miles from my home. The plow was coming westbound at an excessively high rate of speed while plowing the snow, had his blade angled too high and maintained course for about seven miles. This was the Ohio Turnpike on I-80 around Nor- Norwalk, Ohio. The snow damaged dozens of cars and semi-trucks. The driver's side headlight assembly was blown off the truck completely. So if you want to go check out the footage, just go, uh, you know, speeding snow plow driver or go to CDL Life. They'll probably have it up there somewhere. So anyway, what happened was this guy was speeding down a road and he was shooting the snow from the westbound side of the, you know, the left lane all the way across the right side, you know, the, all three lanes of traffic. It was a nice, beautiful, big arc of snow flying across and it wasn't just snow. It was more like ice, you know, like chunk, that chunky, like half snow, half ice stuff. And it's huge. And he whacked. Doesn't say how many cars he whacked. Let's see if it says how many cars he whacked. No, it doesn't say. It just says dozens of cars and a few semi-trucks. And so, you know, he just, unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. It looks like an older snowplow truck, so it's probably, I don't know, maybe it's a contractor. It's a turnpike. Keep in mind, these people pay a lot of money to run the turnpike to get their trucks destroyed and their cars destroyed. And you can just see cars going all over the place. I've never seen anybody do that before. Now, if you're up in Montana, South Dakota, a place like that, and you see them shooting this stuff out, they'll do that to get it off the road when there's nobody around, but then they'll back off when there's more traffic around and they won't be as aggressive, which makes a lot of sense because you know, they want to clean it up, but they don't want to hurt anybody. But this guy was, I don't know if he was new or high, but uh, the Ohio State Turnpike said that they sent him in for a drug test, so... I guess we'll find out soon enough, or maybe we'll never find out. But either way, I'm not so sure if this guy should ever be driving a plow truck ever again. You know, it's important work, and people depend on that. And, you know, this guy did the exact opposite of what he should. He, he almost took a few people out. So, unbelievable. Just figure out. Yeah, but keep in mind, most of these plow truck drivers, you know, they're they're very skilled. It takes a lot of skill. They They're up there in treacherous conditions. They do fantastic work. Without them, the roads would, you know, we'd be screwed during the, during the winter with the roads being closed. So this one guy was just bad. Most of these guys are just amazing. So keep that in mind. All right, let's get moving on.
Well, just when you think that I-70 crash would go away, it comes right back at you. Uh, the governor's decision to reduce the 110-year sentence is having a substantial ripple effect on other cases. Apparently, a couple of Colorado district attorneys claim that the governor's abrupt commuti commuti commutation, I can't say it, of Rogel Aguilera Mendero's 110-year sentence is creating a substantial ripple effect in court cases across the state. Boulder County District Attorney Michael Dougherty and Mesa County District Attorney Dan Rothenstein submitted a five-page letter to the governor, Jared Polis, on January 20th that was highly critical of the, of the move. In the letter, the two district attorneys call the move unprecedented and immature, premature and unwarranted and say that the decision to reduce the sentence to 10 years while the case was still pending in court has undercut the community's trust and the justice system has even impacted plea bargain negotiations. Yeah, I can imagine it would. Your decision is having a substantial ripple effect, the letter reads. Sentences should be influenced by the facts and circumstances, not by petitions, online surveys, or tweets. Wow. So I guess we'll see what happens there. I think it's a done deal, but yeah, I think 10 years is not enough, but I think 110 was a little too much maybe. But So if it's 10 years, you'll probably only serve five. And he killed four people, and you can argue whose fault it was or how much whatever. All that matters is that four people died, so just that's all I can say about that. All right, let's get moving on. All right, I've been putting this one off towards the end here. It's just crazy. Up in Ottawa, Canada, it's just... It's, I don't know, there's like a big, huge protest over the vaccine thing. Now, I'm not going to take one side or the other, but... You know, drivers don't deliver the freight, but the shores are empty. Everybody suffers. You know, I don't know what they got to do, but they got to come up with something. And so, you know, not all the drivers apparently are in it. They interviewed a driver. His name's Luke Bur Bur Burbo. He's a, I would have put what he said on here, but he's Quebecer. And, you know, if you're not uh, used to the Quebec French accent, you, uh, you know, you're not going to understand it. I had to listen to it twice. So, but, but I like what he was saying. He goes, if I go on strike, you would have no produce at restaurants and shopping centers, and that's my job, said Burbo, who works for TransWest Logistics. So he's, uh, you know, I guess he, I take it he's vaccinated, and he's uh, delivering freight, and he's making sure people got food to eat and, and such like that. And I totally respect that, and I get that, and I respect the, the people who don't want to get the vac and vaccine. I guess I, I don't particularly understand it, but I see where they're coming from. So, you know, nobody wants to be told what to do, I guess, no matter what the reason. So, I don't know. So, this whole thing up in Ottawa is going crazy. The drivers are showing up. Uh, there's hundreds of trucks. Apparently, they might go down as the longest trucking convoy ever, you know, might set a record. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's just going to be interesting. So, and uh, it looks like almost one in five Canadian drivers is South Asian, but many don't, you know, I don't know, it's going to be, uh, I wonder how that's going to play out. So, I don't know, let's get moving on. All right, that looks like it's pretty much it for the week. Of course, all the, you know, there's more tons of, you know, it just, it's amazing to me, there's not really that much news, it's, the news is mostly just concentrated on certain things, and then every single outlet has their little twist on it. You know, this week it's the, you know, for the last couple of months it's been the driver shortage, which is not really true. 
driver retention issue, not a driver shortage. Huge difference. You know, that's my take on it. Uh, as a driver of 26 years, it's uh, the companies. You know the way they treat drivers and if they treat them right they'd stay you know i love the job i've been doing it 26 years obviously now but i stayed i worked for good companies most of the time not always and the ones i didn't like i moved on as soon as i could sometimes it took a while though now um the other big thing this week is the ottawa thing that we just talked about a minute ago and there's a lot of you know back and forth on that some people really like it. Some people are against it. You know, they they think it's just a, the whole protest is whatever. Now, I'm not up there and I can't actually talk to the people. So I feel like I'm in a void because I don't want to hear what the media has to say. I want to hear what the actual people have to say. So if anybody's up there in Ottawa and you can talk to some people and do some interviews and you want to throw it down at me, I'll put it in the podcast and we can, uh, you know, get some actual people talking about it. That's what I'd like to hear. It's a big event. It's huge. If you got any video, I'll put it on the YouTube channel. That's uh, TWK Trucking the Kingfish. You know, make sure I put your name up there and give you credit and all that stuff. You know, it's just a credit thing. You don't get any money for it. It's just for fun. But I don't know. I'll just be glad when things somewhat return to normal, whenever that is. I don't know if that's ever going to happen at this point. But, you know, whatever your stance is on it. You know, people need the drivers. You know, they need the farmers. They need the road builders. We need, you know, we need all the people that we have. There's nobody that isn't needed. So we're, as drivers, we're not, you know, more special than anybody else. But we do bring the things to your stores. And uh, the people who are protesting, obviously they feel like they haven't been listened to. And, you know, whatever it is, maybe the... Canadian government, U.S. government, they need to listen to these people and at least let them vent, come up with a solution to what the problem is. I don't know what the solution is. Apparently, there's a bunch of far right-wing organizations up there in Canada. I didn't even know they had any, but I'm in Wisconsin, so it's not like I go to Canada a lot. You know, they're hoping that this event will be Canada's January 6th. Well, I don't, I don't think anybody... How can anybody want something like that in their country? Trust me, Canadians, if you want this to be your January 6th, I assure you, most of us down here are actually embarrassed by that January 6th stuff and wish it had never happened. And I think a lot of the people who actually showed up to do that wish it had never happened. So keep that in mind. So I don't know. Teach his own, I guess. So anyway, that's all I got. I got to pack up, get ready to go to work. Billings, Montana waits. I got a new dash cam, so I'll be putting more footage up on the YouTube channel. Hopefully, I'll get something up this week. Yeah, we'll catch something. Or maybe I'll just put up driving across Wyoming, South Dakota, and North Dakota. That's where I'll be this week. Uh, Chicago to Billings, St. Paul to Billings, back to Chicago. So I'll be going across South Dakota and North Dakota at some point. And then, of course, Montana. So it should be interesting. And, of course, Minnesota and, you know, all the roads in between. You know, it's a fun drive. It's a, not so much when it's windy, of course, but that can be a little tricky. So that's all I got for today. Stay safe. Stay out of trouble. Stay away from sick people. Your health is the most important thing you got. You don't want to get sick over the road, drivers. And if you're learning to drive, it's not as scary as it sounds. But you got to pay attention. And if you're a new driver and you want to learn how to drive, I recommend you don't start training until after winter's over. That way you can learn how to drive the truck and then get into uh, wintertime, learn how to drive in the winter. 
because you'll be hitting snow or ice sooner or later. That being said, I'm out of here. Oh, get over for uh, plows. Watch out for that blade because you can't always see it when the snow's flying in front of you. So it'll slice right through you like a tin can. You know, if you hit it, if you hit that blade, you know, give those the plow drivers the respect they deserve because without them, you're not going anywhere. And also get over for tow truck drivers, emergency vehicles, and cops. Just get over. It's not that big a deal. Just get over. And you might save somebody's life. Seriously, you might save somebody's life. All right. I'm out of here finally. I'm going to shut up. You guys have a good week, and I'll talk to you later. Peace out.